1: Sirius XM radio presents in conjunction with house of athlete. I am athlete tonight.
0: I am athlete tonight presents countdown to kickoff.
2: Welcome back to I am athlete tonight. I am your host, Lee J. but with my guys, Omar Kelly, Brandon Marshall, Adam and Jones. Shout out to the bills radio network on Sirius XM for that clip of Josh Allen's touchdown pass to Gabe Davis. And, Also, you know, Josh Allen talking about on the press conference how they have high expectations for uh, themselves. Nobody has higher expectations than they do for themselves. And Sean McDermott talking about how this is a player-driven leadership team, right? You know, these, these players hold each other accountable. It's time for our countdown to kickoff segment. Now, in our countdown to kickoff segment, we really hone in and lock in on one team as we lead up to the opening kickoff of the 2022 NFL season with the Buffalo Bills taking on the Los Angeles Rams. And the team that we're talking about today is the Buffalo Bills. Now, they lost in probably one of the greatest playoff games we've ever seen in the division round versus the Chiefs. Mm. Talking about 13 seconds left in the game. Right. Patrick Mahomes leads them to in field goal range, goes into overtime, then gets the ball in overtime, scores, wins the game. And Buffalo never gets the ball on offense. I mean, Josh Allen, right? Some guys have this guy as the top quarterback in the league. Do for over.
1: Go ahead. Can't, can't. Can we just like uh, agree on something? Oh Lord! Can you not break down all fifty-three guys that's going to make the team? Um, The this guys the that I got cut, <laughs> and also the personnel. I know them all. Can you can 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 we do that?
2: Okay, let I don't want. Well, it's the question. Bills, not the Raiders, I, so
1: you're not excited to talk about the Bills. Let me ask you this question. Yeah, dudes, where do you stack your recall of football and mm. like your recall? Like, how do you stack your recall up? That's a good to question. The, to some of the greatest. That's one and two. You know, even your football IQ. Where would you think your football IQ? I would say I'm not I'm not McVeigh, but I'm I'm not too
2: far crazy as far as far as defense wise, right. defense wise. But as far as recall recall of personnel, I don't know if there's too many people like me, and that's just because I'm a nerd. Like you always say, like right. I literally live this. Like I love watching football, like breaking down film, and like just learning about players and who you know is on the team, who's the you know the. The 47th guy, who's the 48th guy, right? Some of those guys end up being big guys later on. So, like, right. you know, during training camp, like I, I I try to learn almost everybody, bro. Cause you know, I you know, I call college football. That's a hundred players you gotta learn, mm. you know, wow. each team. So like NFL is kind of easy, to be honest with you, right? As far as learning, as far as recall and knowing who's on the team.
1: Have you ever thought about getting into coaching? So every
2: coach has asked me that that I've played for. And the one thing that's kept me away from it being Everybody knows I just got engaged, right? So I want to, the coaches, like they don't get to be around their family that much. Yeah. So I didn't want to start off my relationship, my marriage and having kids and be a coach where I'm away from my kids in their infant stages. Right. right. So I, I made that decision not to go into coaching. You know, I did the side coaching thing where I was coaching guys in the off season, but I just, I don't know if I could really give the time necessary you know, to go, especially getting
3: ready to get married.
1: Right, right. Okay.
3: So you're already planning on to have, what, how many kids you planning on to have? Sound I like two. It, man, I just want two. It's not like this is premeditated. <laughs> this
1: is pre <free> <laughs> this boy different
2: over here. Hey, but let's get back into the bills. I'm not gonna break down the whole team, just the main guys. Uh Josh
4: I Allen. I like it when you flex, by the way. Okay, so, I appreciate it. it. Oh my goodness. So we talk we talk, man. Yeah, Josh <laughs> Allen, who most
2: most people say is the number one or number two or three quarterback
4: in the NFL. Josh yeah. Allen, number one. Some it? people say he is yeah, the number one quarterback. There.
2: I mean, because he's so dynamic, right? It's not just the arm strength, right? It's the ability to escape pressure. I think pressure Shady, Shady and throw likes,
1: uh likes Josh over uh, I think he does. Uh, I think he does, yeah. Yes. I mean, he had almost 800
2: yards rushing, bro, as a quarterback, <laughs> yeah, right? Bro. And he then you nice. add 4,400 uh, 4, yards. He's not number one, Throwing the ball. No. Uh, 36 touchdowns, only 15 interceptions. Steph Diggs, got it works out at IM athlete, one of the top receivers in the league, over 1,200 yards last year. 10 touchdowns, a guy that we really like, we think that's going to explode on the scene this year, Gabe Davis. Like, B, Mm. I've been following this kid since college. You know, I I started off at UCF doing the radios uh, for UCF. So I've I've seen Gabe since his freshman year. And I remember tweeting, right? And everybody might think I'm I'm lying about this. All you got to do is go on Twitter and look at it. When he got drafted in the fourth round, which I thought was disrespectful, right? Similar to B. Marsh, when he got drafted that late in the draft, I said, Buffalo, Y'all just got your one A or one B receiver in the next three years, and people are like, "I don't know." We just paid Steph Diggs. I said, "Listen here, I gave D- Davis is different. His mentality, the way he approaches the game, and B, he worked out with he's him. He's a pro, so you can speak to that. Like this dude, he's he's light years ahead of his age. Ultimate pro, yeah, 100. So like, I think he's gonna blow up this year. I mean, we saw a little bit in the playoff game, right? 200 yards, four touchdowns versus the Kansas City Chiefs in that playoff game. I think is a record, right? So like. This dude is going to take off this year. Uh, Devin Singletary is the running back they had. He went over 800 yards down. Buffalo in the beginning of the year. Wasn't a team that didn't really like running the football, but later on in the season, they really leaned on that run game. They also took James Cook out of Georgia, who's more of a pass-catching guy. He's going to be their third mm-hmm. down running back. Um, and uh, Dawson Knox is a really good tight end, right? Uh, also, you know, he just lost his brother. wanted to send my condolences oh, out so, to his family. So, yeah, that, so that was terrible, sad, tragic. man. So uh, we're talking about the offense, right? I think the biggest loss they had this offseason was Brian Dayball, leading Mm, the offensive coordinator, right? Ken Dorsey is going to be the guy now at offensive coordinator. Uh, B. Marsh, I'll ask you this question before we break down the defense. Before you break down the defense. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Before I break down the defense. (laughs) I'm
1: going to get y'all one or two people. Yeah, yeah. And dude's going to get y'all all. Everybody in the organization. Dude, do you know what the equipment manager's names are? I do, only because I played there. (laughs) (laughs)
2: but no I forgot one pivotal thing the one thing that I think Buffalo is maybe missing or one where they might be susceptible is the offensive line right we've had Deion Dawkins on there he's a pro bowl really good player Roger Saffle left um Tennessee and went over there. pro bowl guard right uh Mitch Morse is a really good center for them but that right side of that line Mm -hmm. oh my god Ryan Bates oh my god (laughs) David Quisenberry David Quisenberry has an amazing story but they're, they've had some struggle they tried to they drafted Spencer Brown a few years ago in the yeah. second round they thought he could be the guy right. he hasn't been the guy Cody so if, Ford. yeah so if, if there's one thing Buffalo on offense there might be a struggle it's that right side of that line but getting back to what I was about to
1: ask you B-Marsh is it Super Bowl or bust for the Buffalo Bills this year uh yes yes I mean because they're that good right yeah. like a team like that with the players like that the coaches like that right you know, you come in, and, and that's the that's the only goal: win the Super Bowl, right? And there's really only four or five teams 100%. that really could could really embrace this Super Bowl or bus thing. I think it's a good thing. I don't feel like it's pressure. I, it's like an honor. Mm. You know, when you're in that position to say, you know what? Yeah, we can make the Super Bowl. You know, we should make the Super Bowl. That's an honor. That's not pressure. And and, and to me, dudes, the number one the number one person that it comes down to is Josh Allen. It's not Josh Allen? because he's the quarterback and, and Omar, every time we have these conversations about football, you know, even we talked about the top 100 in the last block, right? It, it's, it's easy to talk about the quarterback, right? We know how important Absolutely. the quarterback is, but it's not because it's that it's because you lose Brian Dayball, ball, like you said, mm. and will Josh Allen, will he feel like he need to overcompensate mm. a lot of times when you start growing and then you lose a guy and you become the guy. The, the guy that was pivotal to your growth. Right. There you go. I, now it's like, okay, like I'm a, we're going to be okay. Yeah, We're going to be okay. And you go out there, you do a little too much. And that's when you might throw, you know, a couple more picks. Well, to your point, right? They had day ball, but down the
2: stretch, you know, a lot of people were mad that Josh Allen wasn't in the top 10 of the NFL players, 100. When we vote on that, Brandon, we talked about this earlier. It's usually like the last two weeks of the season, right? That's when you're supposed to be playing your best football, right? Josh Allen was playing the opposite. The last six weeks of the season for his games, he only completed 50% of the passes or like right around 50, 53%. And in one game, just the Atlanta game, three interceptions, he had five interceptions the last six weeks of the season. Now, obviously it didn't hurt them in the playoffs because he, he shredded new England and shredded the Chiefs' defense. But you know, those are some of the things that concern you always with him, right? Because he is so dynamic, but sometimes he can get himself in trouble with running the ball and fumbling it or throwing an ill-advised pass. So now it'll be interesting to see what happens now that Dayball isn't there. A guy that was so instrumental in his development, like you said, does he, like, I got to do more now. Like, when he does more, that's when he usually gets in trouble. So Adam Pacman, I'll ask you after B-Marsh, Adam Pacman Jones, um, how do you think losing Brian Dayball will affect the Bills' offense this year?
3: It's going to be a lot. It's going to affect it a a lot. Come on, y'all talking about is it a Super Bowl year? He got a whole new guy that's gonna be calling the plays.
4: That is a big difference. I that's mean, a big difference, B. But that's a big difference. But the language and the terminology is not changing. Yeah,
3: that's that's we cool. That's cool. Mark, that's cool, Omar, from a writer, but that's still like it's because like it's different. Like, the feeling on third down, all of that is different. Like, the, the meeting's finna be different. You know, I know it might be the same language, but it ain't gonna be the same person calling the plays. Yeah, I think we've talked about this too, B. Like,
2: people don't understand, like, play calling is an art form. It's right. not just, yes. oh, this is the personnel. This is what we gotta call. It's a rhythm to it, right? It's an epic flow. And Brian Dayball's one of the best in the league at doing it. So, you know, Ken Dorsey, he's been in the building, right? Quarterbacks coach, now offensive coordinator. It's different when you're calling them plays. Now, obviously, when the Bills have played their starters in the preseason, it look, it's looked good. That's right. right. But that's the preseason. So we're going to see. They get a great challenge in week one versus the Rams. Right. We're going to see if that offense is truly back with Ken Dorsey.
1: Yeah, I mean, man, I'm so glad you said that it is an art form, right? Because it's it's a feel of the game as well. Yeah. You know, the pressure is there. You really want to call that one play that you you said, you know what? If they give us this look, I'm gonna take that shot and it could be a 50 50 play, right? And you do when you're rolling, it's easy to say, I'm doing it, yeah. But you know, when you're not as good as a day ball or a Josh McDaniels, you kind of like what they say, your butt get tight, yeah, right? So there's a feel to it, there's an art to it, also. When you got Stephon Diggs walking off the field and he give you that look, it could be a good look. Like yo, I'm in the zone right now. That means, and, and as a play call, you got to say, you got to understand that what that too. is. And he's like, oh, I'm <laughs> going back to him. Or if he give you that look, like motherfucking, they can throw me the ball, ball. <laughs> right? Like, what do you do? Yeah, you understand. So you 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 got to feel your players. What, what happens when your players come to the sideline when you have a Diggs? Or even the Gabe Davis that you talked about, because now yeah. he's entering, what, is this year three? It's, it's the year. year. three, right? So he's yeah. kind of a veteran where he might come to the side and say, hey, every time we run a sling, he keeps jumping it. The sluggo is there, yep. right? So do you listen to that player? Mm. A lot of great play callers, it's all about them, and they don't even think about the players. So, exactly. you know, mm. Ken Dorsey is a big deal. He is a big deal, Pac. You You are right. But I think the bigger deal is going to be Josh Allen, right? Like, Josh Allen at this – Phase of his career. He knows what, it's supposed, what he's supposed to do. And, and, and like this whole Super Bowl or bust thing, he feels that. But is he going to press?
2: Mm. So you actually just talked about Gabe Davis. Do you think this is the year he breaks out? This is the breakout year for him this year? Well, I
1: thought, I thought, uh, you know, I thought last year was a breakout year. I mean, the something- crazy
2: thing, they weren't using them as much because they had what Cole Beasley, they had him, they had, uh, was it Emmanuel Sanders? Correct. Too. So they had a deep. lot of players. They <laughs> yeah. were deep. So the year before, like, he kind of broke out as a rookie, had almost 600 yards, but then last year, had about the same thing, but it was the playoffs and towards the back of the half of last year when he really took off. I think that's his role. Big
1: play, game, Big play, Gabe. That's what Big it is. play, like, game. He's going to go, he's going to take the top off, he's going to make those plays, he's yeah. going to take the ball off of, off of a cornerback's head. No question. Like, he picks peanuts when he's up there in the sky, man. So, like. No, I think that's going to be his role. He's going to make some big plays for this team. Like He has ice in his veins, man. Yeah, he does. He's yeah. the guy that you can count on. Okay, you want to double? You want to double Steph, digs? Yeah. Okay, I got the guy over here pick, that you can't play one-on-one.
4: Picks peanuts off the sky? Yeah, like Look. pick
1: peanuts off your head. Like, you know, the ball's in the air, and then it's you expl- jump up. Yeah. And then the cornerback go reaches for the ball, and then the, the receiver just elevates a little bit higher, and he just takes <laughs> the ball.
4: Why is it a peanut?
1: I don't know why they say that. Pac, you know why they say that? No, I don't. The cornerback <laughs> yeah, I, picked, no, I, don't. "I didn't pick some peanuts off of uh pack's head a couple times."
4: Turn the film on, bro. Mm. You know it. Somebody, somebody trying. Brandon trying to wake Pack up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> pack's on the first and second floor. Uh, yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is I Am athlete tonight. I'm your host,ly Jay are with my guys. <laughs> Adam Pac Manjo, Brandon Marshall, and Omar Kelly. We're in our countdown to kickoff segment, and we're talking about the Buffalo Bills. We just highlighted their offense. We're going to go to the defensive side. And B. Marsh, I think the one thing they were missing, and they got it this offseason, was a closer,
1: mm, Von
2: Miller. Good Lord, I mean, this guy is trying to do something that no other person in NFL history has done and win three rings with three different teams. Right. And I think he's in the perfect situation now. Ed Oliver is a good young defensive tackle. They took Gregory Russo from the University of Miami. And Bob Miller has been, you know, to, uh, you know, teaching him and getting him ready to play this season. But again, I think that was the one thing Buffalo was missing, a closer. And we've seen Bob Miller do it multiple times. He did it with the Rams last year. He did it with the Denver Broncos when he, you know, had to take Cam down in the Super Bowl. So right. I think this is what Buffalo needed to get him, which is something that could probably put them over the top. At the linebacker position, Matt Milano is one of the best coverage linebackers in the league. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds is a really good Pro Bowl linebacker. Here you go, And, and to guys, me,
1: Here you go, breaking down but the But listen to this. To me, go. Go they have the
2: best safety tandem in the league. Yes. Jordan Poirier and Michael Hyde. Both of these dudes. There's a reason why they're in the top 100. Both yes. of those dudes are electric at the safety position. Tredavious White, he's still beat up. We don't know if he'll be ready for week one, but it's one of the best corners when healthy. And they took Kair Elam in the first round from Florida. And Kristen Benford, who they took in the sixth round, I really like them. I, I call one of his games. He played at UConn. I think he's going to be able to help them out
4: this year. Uh, the one thing I think you're forgetting is they, they've added to the defensive line with the addition of Tim Settles and Jordan Phillips. Now,
2: that's those are the those, as, those as far are, as reserve guys, that, that is big for them. The two D tackles, you're right. That's that's big as, as far as the reserve. And so, even bringing back Shaq Lawson was a big pickup for them, too.
1: Right. I know you still got to break down the- uh, Shit, he uh, broke down everything. department. No, he's not done. He's definitely not done. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> scouting department, equipment room, and the Brandon Bean. Team. Yeah, look, look, look. He, still, he still has some ways to go. But uh, you, you mentioned Vaughn Miller. Uh, when we were on this on this training camp tour, Shady called, because he played there as well, he yeah. called someone in the personnel uh, department, and uh, he asked about him. And, and the guy, I was, I was there, you know, as he was FaceTiming him, he said, yo, this dude still got pop. He's still uh, fast. Vaughn's different now. He said Vaughn still got it. You <laughs> would think that Vaughn is on a decline, but he said, no, he still got it. He's coming off that edge. So that's going to be cool to yeah. see. Because they, if if Vaughn can get to the quarterback, if he give him 10-plus sacks, man, man, it's a wrap. But now we're sitting here in studio and we're watching these highlights, right, of Josh Allen. And, and what do you see here,
2: dudes? Him running the football with him the legs. running the football, All
1: right? So, like, bro, as we're talking about Josh— And that's, that's Josh, 245, 240. Yeah, but the thing that just came to mind as I'm watching these highlights was like, yo, he's pretty aggressive.
4: He, an he's an understatement. A, he's, yeah, but, no, Right,
1: that's... but do you want your quarterback— do you you just paid him. You just gave him the bag bag. Do you want him lowering his shoulder and running the ball like this? Well, Brandon, it's a great asset, but come on, bro.
2: He's your size, Brandon. That's the thing you don't understand. He's a legit, hmm. like, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, right. 245 pounds. Like, right. bro, he's bigger than most safeties in
4: linebackers. So, like, him lowering his shoulder on the safety ain't really going
2: to hurt him. Right.
4: I don't think he's going to change his style either. Ever. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, honestly, why would you want him
4: to
1: change it? Because he's proven he can make every throw with the big arm. We've seen this dude backpedal like 10 yards and throw it 50 yards on a dime. As long as he lead with his feet and not his shoulders, I'm good. And that means him sliding. If I'm (laughs) Stephon Diggs, Diggs, Pack. I'm going to him like, yo, bro. got chill out. Go ahead, pick up the 15 (laughs) and 20, but I don't need you putting your shoulder down trying to fight for extra. Don't need it. I need you in December. I need you in January. We can't even afford to lose you for half a, no, half a game at yeah. all.
2: <laughs> Pat, who do you think is the most, or what do you think is the most important piece for the Bills to go to the Super Bowl?
3: Um, I would say Von Miller. And I was going to ask you guys this question right here. Let's just say Von do give you the 10-plus sacks that you was just asking for, um, bro. Um, what do you rank him as all-time? Oh.
1: Ooh. Can we put up?
3: Let's oh, just say, God. let's just say, he win the Super Bowl, and he <laughs> give you rings, and he give you twelve sacks, all time as defensive end.
4: Pass yeah. rush. You just talking uh, about for defensive for, player, period?
3: Player. I'm saying you got. I'm saying. How I many other defensive players got three fucking cha- – I mean, I three mean, rings. But that's Vaughn, the thing. Miller, Vaughn's Rooks numbers at. are crazy, So you man. got, you got crazy numbers.
1: Stay right there. You got Bruce Smith, 200. Reggie White, 198 sacks. Oof. Kevin Green at 160. Julius Peppers, 159 and a half. Chris Dolman. Chris Dolman. Michael Strahan at 141. Where's Vaughn at? Vaughn is – Keep he going. going. Ooh, he's man, not he's even not top even 20 it. right now. Nah, Vaughn
2: got over 120. He got to have over 120. Right.
1: Yeah, so, he got over 120 sacks. Got to have. Hold on, I don't know, bro. Think about these names: Demarcus Weir, Terrell Suggs, Jason Taylor, Michael Strahan,
2: Richard Dent, jacket, John
1: Randall. Keep going up, like, and then we'll find where 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 uh, where Vaughn is actually at. Right? Who else do we have here? Robert Matthews. He's at
4: one fifteen. One fifteen. Oh wow!
1: So if oh. he have another ten, yeah. that will put him. We got yeah, to play him in the top, top fifteen. Yeah. Vaughn was hurt so for he, a year and a half. Pack, that's another reason. 10, twenty. So he's at one fifteen. So let's say, let's say his he has another twenty in his career.
3: Let's just say he have one a game. That's fifteen. I mean, oh I mean seventeen. I think ten.
1: I think ten is easy. That's the. Yeah. I think 10, ten easy. Yeah, that's easy for him mm. for sure. If he's,
2: if he's healthy, yeah, because he has been banged up the last year and a half. But right. he was healthy. I think ten is an easy baseline for him too, especially in that conference.
1: Vaughn <laughs> can easily finish in the top 10 players. I think it's hard. I think he's, I think he's, I mean, there's some great pass rushers, bro. Like, I mean, is he better than, uh, he's definitely not. I would say he's better than, is he better than Aaron Donald though? Hell no. No. Hell no. Oh, Jason Taylor, Terrell. I think people tend to forget. Come on.
2: I think people tend to forget Von Miller's first, like seven years. Like he was damn near unstoppable.
3: Correct. Yeah. And had a hell of a defense too. You want to talk about everything?
2: Aaron Donald had loaded. I don't got a hell of a defense.
3: Where you no, think no. that? I don't know. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't question
1: i got a hell of a defense too. Now he's got I a put, top two corner in the league on his defense. I, I would put him. I would put him in the top twenty.
4: Of uh, players all time,
1: not players. I'm talking about defensive linemen? Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. I put him in the top ten. Really? I, 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 I think he's right up there with Terrell Suggs and, and uh Julius Peppers. Ring I mean too. I mean I am a ring counter. Suggs that got one thirty nine though. Good lord. I, see I would put him right above all a lot of these dudes without <laughs> rings.
1: Without <laughs> rings. <laughs> that's, that's how
4: I roll. Yeah. I big,
2: who Jason do you think, Taylor coming right big, Who do you think down? is the most important piece for the Buffaloes to get to the Super Bowl? Oh
1: <sighs> man, I, I just I, I said it earlier. I get really think it's no, it, it's it's uh it's Josh Allen. Okay. It's Josh Allen, and I, and I broke it down earlier, man. Like, it's him not pressing. Yeah. And then also, as we're watching these highlights, sorry, listeners. I Am Athlete Tonight Listeners on SiriusXM, Mad Dog Sports Channel. You guys can't see this. We're in the studio. We're watching these highlights. And some of his most dynamic plays are him in taking off and running. running. Yeah, facts. But,
2: and you know, playing scramble right, balls.
1: So I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous, right? Like, I'm always nervous when my quarterback uh, takes off. And breaks, yeah, because they're so fragile.
4: Don't I know one? he's I know. built different, though. but but
1: when they buy time in the pocket and you could just run free, you don't like that. I love that, but I want my quarterback to slide. I want mm. him to get down. I don't want him to lower the shoulder. We don't. We can't. We can't afford it, right? So Josh Allen is yeah. the answer.
2: Uh, to me, it's going back to what I said. I think Adam Packman Jones had a great answer, right? And now uh, let's not get it twisted. Buffalo still had the number one defense before Von Miller was there, so their defense was ready made. They just needed a closer like Von Miller, like especially a game versus like Kansas City last year when there was a shootout. You right. need somebody that can get to the quarterback and, and end the game, right? right? Especially when you up by a score of three points with 13 seconds left in the game. right? right. You need a Von Miller right there. Um, I think it's going to be the offensive line, though, like I talked about. That right side, man. Now, granted, Josh Allen, kind of like Ben Roethlisberger in his first couple of years, he can make a couple guys miss. But to your point, you don't want him taking too many shots, right? right. You don't want him evading the pocket, too many times like right here again quarterback sweeps uh, yeah we got quarterback uh, sweeps it's called like a quarterback stretch because they pulled the guard and tackle right there um again josh allen's bigger than lamar jackson so he's probably can take some of those hits but you don't want to you know make that a regular thing if your quarterback you know you're 200 million I don't make it a thing at all yeah but i mean mm-hmm. they, they use them in the run game yeah. a lot of times last year he was the run game right. you know to do that almost 800 yards you rushing know, that quarterback do. so like I mean that's one aspect, and you know this, Brandon. As far as counting the numbers, right? We have a running quarterback. That's a guy that's unaccounted for on that's the right, defense. So right. that that makes it, you know, that opens it the playbook opens up. up. For yeah, else.
1: it makes the playbook look right there. Quarterback you draw. Place. You guys at home, <laughs> you guys go Google Josh Allen highlights. Josh Allen highlights. <laughs> yeah, so it's ridiculous.
4: Sounds like Brandon's falling in love. Yeah, yeah. You no, know,
1: I'm, I'm. I've always been a big uh, Josh fan. Allen fan. Uh, Seriously. He's that guy.
4: This is I Am Athlete tonight.
2: I'm your host, LJ Dules But with my guys, Omar Kelly, Brandon Marshall, Adam Pacman Jones, and we were just talking about the Buffalo Bills in our countdown to kickoff segment. Washington Commanders rookie running back Brian Robinson was shot over the weekend. Reports are uh, Robinson was a vict- victim of a robbery attempt by two men. Now, the Commanders issued a statement Sunday night confirming that Robinson was stable, and head coach Ron Rivera said today that Robinson is doing well. It'll be a matter of time before he's back out there He declined to give a timeline timeline or any more specifics about the extent of Robinson's injury or his recovery, but noted that both Robinson and his doctors were very positive. Ron Rivera also went to Twitter and this is what he said. He said, I just got done visiting with Brian. He's in good spirits and wanted me to thank everyone for their kind words, prayers, and support. He wants his teammates to know he appreciates them all reaching out and he loves them all. And we'll be back soon doing what he does best. Now, Robinson post published a photo on Instagram on Monday, with a message acknowledging his surgery went well and saying he was appreciative of everyone's prayers. B. Marsh, we kind of talked about this, right? We as players, you know, we're targets sometimes. You know, whether, you know, leaving the facility, whether you're out and about just, you know, grabbing something to eat because that's essentially what he was doing. He was just out grabbing something to eat and got robbed. So, uh, you know, what can we as athletes do to, you know, better protect ourselves?
1: Right. (laughs) Yeah, we got to start moving like we're entertainers. Mm. right like think about entertainers singers writers i mean not writers but rappers right when you see them they have bodyguards mm. when you see athletes you don't see them with any security
4: y'all can't afford bodyguards yes we can no you, but, no. but, does, but does you that, can but does that bring Shouldn't unwanted you? attention though
1: too yeah but that see that's why i never did it yeah, it's I think it brings like, unwanted attention. It does, but yeah. like at the end of the day, you got to protect the million dollars that you might be making if it's league minimum or if it's $40 million a year. We yeah. need to move that way. Now, this is a different scenario, right? Because usually when you walk into those volatile situations, that's when you want to have security. But this guy- just going to get something to eat. Right. <laughs> I mean, this was just like, man, just a I bet. mean, But you t- have to know, you also have to know the environment, right? Like whenever I went yeah. to a new city- You know, I had to learn, like, okay, I'm in New York. Like, what is the culture here? Yeah. What neighborhoods do you go to? What neighborhoods do you stay away from? Right? Like, you know those things. You can also tap into the the league office, the NFL security, and say, hey, I'm actually traveling here, even out of the country. Yeah. And they will actually give you a detail or they'll tell you, give you all the information you need. Here's what, here's the, right here, if you go into the city of London, right, this little area, they pickpocket. Don't go over there. If this person Mm -hmm. walk up to you, stay away from them. So they'll break it down for you. I think we just need to use some of the resources that we may have.
2: Yeah, Pac, what do you think players could do to better protect themselves when they're out and about?
3: Man, you got to have security. Mm. There's there's nothing else you you can do, really. You know what I mean? And sometimes you get comfortable. like, Oh, man, I'm just running up the street to get something to eat, and I'm staying in this Airbnb. And don't realize that the Airbnb, you know, people watching and stuff. So, yeah, plotting exactly. You, know, you got to watch what you do, man. Even with this Uber shit that you know, jumping into Ubers everywhere, man. You got you got watch your surroundings. That's that's what I say.
4: Yeah, I, I see that all the time, especially guys on the road. Y'all jumping into Ubers like it ain't nothing,
3: right?
2: Well, I think it's better tracking than it was back in the day. Like now, you can also even send like where you're going to somebody if you're really concerned, right? And they can track the ride as you're taking the ride with the Uber driver. So uh, prayers up to Brian Robinson. I'm glad he's stable and it seems like he's going
0: to make a full recovery. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So, set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Discover
1: why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13.
0: Do you want a beautiful lawn?
2: I am athlete tonight. I am your host, Lijay with my guys, Brandon Marshall, Omar Kelly, and Adam Pack and Jones. Breaking news Jimmy G is staying in San Francisco. Now, multiple reports the San Francisco 49ers and quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo have agreed to a restructured one year contract that will keep him in San Francisco for the 2022 season. The contract contains a no trade and no tag clause. The 49ers lowered his base salary to 6.5 million fully guaranteed while giving him a chance to make nearly 10 million dollars in incentives if he's starting this year 6.5 but he can
1: make another 10 if he starts so if they cut him today uh they would have saved 25 million
2: 25 yeah
1: so he really jimmy g had no leverage
2: Not really, because you got to think about it, right? If you're every team, if he's, and we'll talk about this later in the show, if he's on a roster opening day, his money's guaranteed for the year. So everybody knew that San Francisco couldn't afford that bill with everybody they've already paid. They still got to play Nick Bosa as well. So if you're a team, why would I trade for Jimmy Garoppolo when he's most likely going to hit the street? Because you're not paying him $25 million. Now, I don't think a lot of teams thought that he would take a restructured deal because if he was on the roster week one, he was going to make $25 million. And... Honestly, if they cut him, it was going to be a bidding war to get him. Right, so I correct. don't think a lot of teams consider that he would actually take a pay cut. So like, I don't, b, b- Mars, what, I mean, what are your thoughts on this deal, first and
1: foremost? Uh, I just don't see where the win-win is. Unless, Jimmy, unless Jimmy G can, sat down and said, you know what, I'll be the backup, right? Like, how do you go from leading this team to a handful of NFC conference championships mm. to a Super Bowl, mm. right? And then you, on the same team, take the backup role for less money.
4: Tough. It, it just don't make no sense to me because if you get on a market as a free agent, you possibly could have gotten more money from the giants. You possibly could have got Seattle, Se- Seattle. I mean, Seattle, they Cleveland. Leave. I mean, yeah. Just look at these situations that are out there that some of them are, are, are going to put you in good positions to win. Mm-hmm. I, I, if I'm Jimmy G, this just shows that he's not willing to bet on himself. Right. Ooh. Pat, yeah, what do you think about this deal? Um, I
3: don't think Jimmy G is healthy as he want to be right now. That's, That's what I personally think. think. Um, mm-hmm. You guys forget That's that bad. he, he was banged up. He had uh surgery this off season. I think that he, he's not ready yet. And I think, um, the organization is doing a, a, a good thing by uh, staying with them as a backup. That's just my opinion, you know, um, I seen him throwing the ball when we was there in San Fran. Um, I ain't going to say he looked it like he was 100%, though.
2: Right. Mm.
1: I mean, B, do you think this is the right move by the 49ers, though? Yeah, I mean, I say that it's not a win-win, but it, it, it can be a win for the San Francisco 49ers because you have you have a solid backup. Yeah. That's what you have. You can go out there, let Trey Lance, win with him. <laughs> you know, develop. You know, Mm. take his chances. And then if something happens, you have Jimmy Garoppolo sitting there. Mm. You understand? So it could be a win for them. But Mm. like Omar said, he's not willing to bet on himself. So it's not a win for Jimmy. Because is there not another situation out there where he can go out there and compete for the number one spot or walk right in and be the starting quarterback?
4: Pack makes a very valid point. If he's not all the way healthy, maybe this is something that factors into his decision. Right, right. I mean, he did get a no-trade clause, which, you know, I mean I, I would want some control over the situation what's supposed to team like Cleveland wants to trade for me yeah you know hey but to, but to each his own and right. you know they can't franchise him he's going to get and maybe he looks at himself and says hey I could beat out the young kid but this this is the thing that I don't understand right you I
3: don't I don't I don't think it's it's a competition between Jimmy and the young kid um it was clear it was clear from the head from the head of the the organization all the way down to the janitors in san francisco <laughs>
4: so who, who, who the quarterback was but who I mean, the who quarterback, quarterback is of. gonna be but but maybe in some people's mind and maybe in jimmy's mind he knows that he could be a better quarterback in this offense even though you know they do want to invest I'm saying, in how, how, how much better can he be how much better can he be omar He took he took a team to the Super Bowl. Took a team to a a, a fourth quarter of making to another two straight Super Bowls. He didn't take them. They had a good team. He didn't.
3: That's the reason why. That's the reason why. And that's what Coach said on. Yeah, that's what I was
1: about to ask you. Yeah, Coach Shanahan said that. You know, when we talked about Jimmy G, he said, "All right, we built this team around Jimmy G. It wasn't just Jimmy G. He talked about the defense. He talked about you know the offensive play calling to you know, just their football. So he feel he can do the same thing with Trey Lance. This is my concern, right? Trey Lance, it's been talked about this whole offseason. You know, you guys
2: sat down with John Lynch. You sat down with Kyle Shanahan. And they made it clear, right, that Trey Lance is going to be the quarterback. And they were trying to move Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Now, B, you're a veteran guy on that team, Pro Bowl receiver, right? We've been to two NFC Championship games with this guy back here. Right. you Debo, You went over 1,400 receiving yards with this guy right? You got a rapport with him. Say Trey Lance comes out the gate, it's a little shaky. Now, this is on the GM and and head coach Kyle Shanahan. Like, to me, it's too big of a distraction, kind of like the the Cam Newton situation. Right, Certain guys can't be backup quarterbacks in your organization because of what they've done in that organization already. Like, Cam can't be a backup in Carolina, right? right? He's done too much in that organization. Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't believe can be a backup in San Francisco just because of all the success he's had there report with uh, George Kittle, the report with Debo Samuel. So, again, I think Nick Bosa came out and said, you know, Trey, you ain't got to do much. Like, our defense <laughs> is running. We're ready right now. Right. right. We just need you to captain the ship. Right. So, say he comes out and has a couple bad games and picks. You know how you hear the rumblings in the, in the locker room? Hey, man, we want this guy to play. Like, I think you put Trey Lance at a disadvantage by that. Now, granted, this is the NFL. You got to compete to play, compete to stay every day. But you guys gave up the farm to get this kid, so if he's got to worry about this guy behind him each and every day, right? He might play tight. He might. He might not get to you know really realize his full potential because of that.
1: Yeah, but if he plays tight and he
2: if playing it's the tight,
1: NFL, man, I, I get that fact hundred percent. But you know these 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 young kids are different these days, and we, we've talked about that too, B. Right. Um, if playing tight causes him to play bad ball, yeah, right, like. How much different is that than what Jimmy G has done? You know, there's been some... (laughs) like, like, think about that. Like, listen, I want to put respect on Jimmy G's name, but you talk about it, you know, in big games, only attempting 12, 15 passes. You're right about that. Right? We're talking about missing big throws Mm -hmm. and big moments. Right? So, like, (laughs) what are you actually losing by going going with Trey Lance?
3: I'm just, I'm just worried about the kids. Leech, let me ask you something. Leach, tell me one game. You tell me one game when you be like, hey, he won that game as a quarterback. Like he just a Rams just game outplayed. to get
2: into the playoffs. Did you not see that second half? Um.
3: Okay. All right, that's the only one. I would say the Chicago Bears game earlier in the season was him too. That's my point. When you can name two games, <laughs> a starting quarterback, that's an a, issue. St- a starting, <laughs> uh, a, a
1: really good quarterback. They they guarantee you at least six seven wins. One hundred percent, I yeah. get that. Yes, look, Omar is making faces. I'm trying to figure. I'm
4: trying to do the math on that one. Guarantee, really good quarterback. Really good quarterback. I mean, so we're hold talking on, about wait, we're, not putting we're Jimmy talking G about the Tom the, Brady's of okay, the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, now,
1: those. I mean, that, that's what, that's that's his
4: point. That's, that's what he's saying. Four five
1: quarterbacks. What can a Jimmy G can get you? Three. Well, well, well. Uh, dudes just said one and a half. <laughs> you half of the Rams game, the the first game of the of the the, the season open opener, and Chicago, opener. An open-er.
3: Yeah, yeah, Chicago. The game versus
4: Detroit too. I would say him too, because the defense gave up a lot of points that game. And how much can a rookie quarterback cost you? An mm. uh, 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 inexperienced now nah, he's not a rookie. He's second year quarterback. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter, man. They
3: have the guy who's calling it all, man. Cow is gonna make sure these guys are in the right position. I'm not offense, got it, and
4: it's slurring because he was at. at,
3: <laughs> at, at, at um, uh, no, I'm not slurring who, at all. Who, who I said is Shanahan who? is gonna make sure that they're in the right position.
1: He's one of the best to ever do this. He come yeah, from a so legacy a little bit, huh? He's, he does. Hey, he what's does. up with that chain, Explain what that chain is. I saw 50 and a bunch of guys around you putting a uh some type oh, yeah. of like.
3: It's like the the red light, yellow light, green light. What does that mean? Green green light, man. You got to be a part of the family to get one of these. (laughs) So
1: you're you're like family with 50? Oh, yeah. 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 You know. So what does that mean, though? Like, is there... What's the... He can't tell you. Did you get green lit? Did your show get green lit or something?
3: (laughs) Yeah. I Am Athlete Tonight got... Green lit, you know what I'm saying? We green light. It's <laughs> called Green Light Gang. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> We're part of the Green Light thing, man. Yeah, we got what, stamped what, down what there. I I was what, missing what, the, uh, other uh-huh. <laughs> the other the two Migos. Yeah, uh-huh. The other Migos broke up. No, I'm talking about you.
1: Yeah, but and you and Sadie. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> was oh, it fun? yeah, we had a ball, man. Um, what was no the sleep. highlight?
1: What was the highlight?
3: Um, if I had to pick one highlight, mmm. That's hard, bro. Uh I don't know. That's a hard one. Everybody was there though. It's was it, it, every who whoever who's who they was there. Hold I'm on. Talking was, about was, they was, there. was Bow Wow there? Because I remember a few years ago, I think didn't, well, didn't he have Bi- an issue with 50 and, and, and some money? No, Bow Wow wasn't there.
2: <laughs> 50 called him out publicly on, on Instagram. Not uh, giving the uh, no money some,
4: to strippers. Yeah, hey, yeah. but
3: I tell you this, man. 50 know how to throw a party. I tell you that I've, yeah, I've you. never seen nothing like this, but it it was an unbelievable time. Um yeah.
1: Was it the it greatest was. party you've ever attended?
3: Uh by far.
1: Wow. No, he said by Yeah, far.
3: by far. Wow. The best party. I'm talking about the whole weekend, how everything was set up, black car, you know. Um it, it was it was studded. I mean, star stutter from the food to the decorations. Um to the gift bags that he gave everybody. To the um, script. the whole hotel was ours. Like no guests could come in. You that leaving the strippers cool. out, Pat. <laughs> oh, the whole first two floors was full of strippers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> did you not see the video? I saw oh, the video. God. Let's push the floor. I'm just saying oh, you not with the people. <laughs> you <funny>. oh. <laughs> the best of the best, man. Uh what was it? Yeah. New York versus Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get so, back on so track. Pat,
1: you you're 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 um you're known for saying that you used to go to strip clubs for the food. So I know the strippers came, but did they bring the food as well? Well, everything was at the hotel.
3: So it was like everything was like yeah, it was there. Like the food was catered. Like, it was, you had to see it, bro. You know what I mean? You had to see it. <laughs> to see it. <laughs> Anybody, go to the it was, it was, Instagram page. You couldn't even have... It was no cameras. It was no cameras. I'm the only one that, that really had a camera in there that took a little video, but it was no cameras at, at the after hours. You know what I'm saying? It was not. That's, that's how
4: you know it's a good time. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. You miss one, B. Uh, <laughs> you ain't have to pay for nothing. I mean, right. like, everything was, was, was top-notch. I'd have been um. nervous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been like, this kid, he ain't used to this. <laughs> yes, man, <that's>
3: right.
2: <laughs> let's, let's get back to the, the 49ers, though. But it, it'll be interesting to see, like, how the season plays out. Because, you know, again, if Trey Lance maybe starts slow, do they go to Jimmy Garoppolo? This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I'm your host, Lee J. Dues, but with my guys, Brandon Marshall, Omar Kelly, and Adam Pacman Jones. And we go from Jimmy Garoppolo taking a pay cut to stay, to stay in San Francisco – to his former teammate tom brady and tom brady says i was going through a lot of shit (laughs) now tom brady held his first press conference since leaving the buccaneers camp a couple of weeks ago among other things he addressed his absence from the team this is what he said in the press conference
0: it's all personal you know everyone's got different situations they're dealing with so we all have really unique challenges to our life and uh you know we're I'm 45 years old, man. There's a lot of shit going on. So, yeah, huh? you know, you just got to try to figure out life the best you can. And, um, you know, it's a uh, continuous process. So,
2: mm. Now, Adam Pac-Man Jones, when I saw this video of Tom Brady, you look different from other videos in press conference. I think this is one of the first few times we've seen Tom Brady. I don't want to use the word vulnerable as far as him talking about, like, real life, was going on. And just, he didn't say any specifics, but it seems like he was dealing with something personal, right? Um, but as a player, um, Pac-Man, are you concerned if you're on that offense, right? We already know that the offensive line, the, the three guys in the middle will be new for Tom Brady. Um, Julio Jones is a new weapon with him. Him being gone for 11 days in the middle of camp, and you already know he came back from retirement. He had retired for a few months. Are you concerned about, you know, Tom Brady and the continuity of this offense going forward this
3: year? Man, Tom Brady is the GOAT. <clears throat> I heard someone say they've never seen anyone that prepares like Tom do. Um, so I, I, it's no reason for anybody to be worried about Tom missing a week or whatever it is of uh, of practice I mean, when he probably only missed three three days of real, like, live practice of – I, no, it's nothing to be, 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 nervous about. What do you
2: think, B Marsh? I mean, cause you're on the offensive side, you're a receiver, right? Say you're Julio Jones, you're new to this again, Tom Brady is the goat, right? We know he's going to be prepared. He's meticulous. Um, but then again, like, again, he missed some time because he decided he was going to retire and came back, didn't miss 11 days in the middle of the training camp, right? Are you concerned? You know, Godwin working back from injury. Mike Evans had missing times with the hamstring yeah. injury. Uh, you're Julio Jones, right? I need to get on the same accord with you, right? So does any of that concern you? And then also, right, the offensive line, he's got three new guys. A center that's going to be calling out the mic, the protections. He has to work with this guy, and he missed pivotal time with him. So does any of that concern you if you're on offense?
1: Um, It doesn't concern me because the worst-case scenario is that they open up week one Mm -hmm. a little sloppy.
2: Slow, yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Right? Like, that's it. Mm. You know, and there's a lot of teams that open up like that and then they figure it out. And, you know, I'm I'm putting my money on Tom Brady that come week two, week three, week four, they're right where they need to be. If you go back to the year they won the Super Bowl, y'all you, you know, remember that? He, what, he threw like two picks?
2: Yeah. He, throw, right. he threw
1: that pick across the middle. Everybody's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. Right? And there was all this beef between him and Bruce, Bruce Arians. Arians. Yep. Right, And it wasn't until, really, I mean, week seven, week eight, they start really putting it together. But Correct. week 12 is when they really took off. 100%. start running the ball yeah. more, defense took over, you know, and they played really well as a team. So I'm not worried about Tom Brady. And, and he's right, man. Like, you know, there's a lot going on. I, I mean, I had Coach Todd Bowles as my head coach with the Jets when we both were with the Jets back in, was it 2015? 16? yeah. And uh, I missed a week of camp. Mm. Right. I went to Coach Bowles. I was like, Coach, I need I was like, man, I I need to go and get something (laughs) right at the crib. Right. It was was that
2: training camp. That's what it was. Think
1: about it. Yeah, it was in training camp, but think about it. Like, if a player needs time, there's something going on with your mental health. Yeah. There's something going on with your family. Mm -hmm. Like you're you're really your tight circle. There's something going on with your marriage.
4: Yeah, thank you.
1: Right? Like that's what it is. You know, and when and you throw your children into the family thing as well. So, you know. Football, football football, is everything, but it ain't everything.
2: 100%. You know, man, like, look.
1: sometimes you got to put that on the back burner and go take care of your business. And that's yeah. what I did in 2015. I flew all the way to Missouri. I'll tell it now. Me and Mishi went to some intense counseling. Mm. 2015, I went to Coach Bowles. I said, Coach, I said, you know I'm going to be there come Sunday, right? Now I got to take care of that. Coach <laughs> yeah. so Bowles looked at me and said, go ahead, B, go take care of your business. And to really, handle that. It really, get, it really got us through that year. It really mm. did. Just taking that time in camp um It really got us through that moment, and uh I will always re- respect Coach Bowles for that. Right, like because most coaches, like, oh my goodness, what football first? And
2: exactly, how, how
1: dare you even ask me? Yeah, right,
2: crazy. Yeah, it, it it'd be interesting to see how the Tampa Bay
1: Buccaneers. We needed off. y'all. We needed y'all. That, that was the problem. We needed dudes in them. They were so terrible.
2: Oh God, there <laughs> like, you God. go. Should, I could
1: <laughs> I could have sat out three weeks. Allegedly. It's still been good because them boys on defense was tripping. Yeah, all right. led mm-hmm. by dudes. Dudes yeah. supposed to be the captain yeah, he, over there. But he keeps
2: forgetting the Dallas with them boys. They show up B, and and B hasn't told his story. But we uh, were walking off the field, and we saved them that game. We oh. was a Saturday, remember Saturday night game versus Dallas. Y'all didn't show up on offense at all, bro. And Dallas sucked that year. They were trash. I think I think the score was like fifteen or ten or something like wow, that. Wow,
1: y'all played one good game.
2: Brandon was they like, hey, one good game. Hey, oh my, we wanted to feel I was like, hey, bro, y'all you did y'all <laughs> t- <laughs>
1: <laughs> we needed y'all boys to t- right? but
2: that's how it's supposed to be sometimes the offense ain't you know there the defense gotta pick it up it the other way around me Funny. Ryan
1: Fitzpatrick hey uh, uh pack Ryan Fitzpatrick Don't. Gary No, I ain't gonna name no names
3: how Don't. many -hmm. How many games did you win as as a a Jet, Brandon,
1: in that year? Don't look. Yeah, he's trying to be messy. Always be messy, messy, messy (laughs) man.
2: You know what? Because (laughs) that we're going to push forward to a team that he hates talking about—the Pittsburgh. Yeah, right now. And TJ, that's good. I'm finna go on break.
1: (laughs) <laughs> and, T- and T.J. Watt got banged
2: up in the preseason game uh, this past weekend on a block that me, you, and Pack have talked about multiple times. We saw Kayvon Thibodeau earlier in the preseason get hit with a chop block, and he's going to be out for almost a month uh, of football because of it. Uh, B. Marshall, I don't know if you saw the block, T.J. Hawkinson coming back on a split zone, went low on T.J. Watt. He kind of got banged up and had to come off the field, man. At this point, should they just not throw out the chop block, period? Like...
1: Yeah, I mean it, it's tough for me. Listen, I think it should be a discussion. Hundred. I can just talk about me uh, personally as a player. I only use that when I ain't like you or you did something <laughs> cheap. Like I, I didn't. So you say these back. are dirty, dirty blocks? Is what After my kidding. second year, I stopped crack backing on guys. Yeah, I ain't do that anymore. Remember the tight end we used to play for you? Uh, oh, was like paralyzed. No, oh, paralyzed? No, Um. Yep. So, so that big there was a big tight end back in two thousand and eight um was paralyzed wow you know coming down on kickoff return and, oh because uh, he got blindsided yeah it was just a bit it was just a hit yeah blindsided and then wow. that was the moment i was like you know what it ain't even worth it for me like yeah I, and it wasn't even about me it was like i'm not trying to hurt nobody like that i can still get my job done and i do that exactly and the same thing with with, with with cutting somebody right like to me Kevin you can be never- on the other you can be on the other team and if i cut you and your ACL, and I take your ACL. Now I'm I, I I'm looking at like damn. I'm taking food off that man's table. 100%. I'm thinking about his wife. I'm thinking about his kids. I'm thinking about the community that he served yeah. and that he also supports. So that's why for me, I, I I never liked doing it.
2: Yeah, quickly, Pac, Do you think they should just go ahead and and throw out those blocks? Because we talked about it, right? You're a defensive back. Our offensive lineman can pull right, and you got to set the edge at you know 185", one eighty five, 5 one ninety. Okay. That offensive lineman is three hundred and thirty pounds. But yet, a tight end that weighs 250 can cut a defensive end that weighs 250. Like, that makes absolutely no sense to me.
3: And I totally agree. Um, but the game is the game. I never really played the game and thought about anybody else. While I was playing the game. <laughs> hey, I'm I sorry. I don't, I, I don't know, you know what have... the hell game Brandon was playing. You said this about me, huh? It was all about me and how do I get this food on, on my folks' table. So it man. took it for me to cut your ass to make sure I get this check, I'm
1: gonna cut your ass.
3: I hear that. Facts.
1: I am athlete tonight as part of the series XM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete tonight weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Series XM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA Tonight trial to start your free trial today. Sirius XM Podcasts.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards.